Hi, everybody. Welcome back to EDU Me, the podcast that focuses on bridging the gap and fostering a stronger relationship between parents and schools. My name is Plunam Saxana, and I am your host for this podcast. I hope you all are staying safe wherever you are in the world. It is absolutely crazy out there. So please, please, please keep yourself and your family safe. Hopefully, taking care of yourself, you get a chance to do some self-care as well um, while we muddle through whatever's coming next in our world. I hope that you've had a fantastic, fantastic summer. I took seven weeks off and I have to be honest, I'm kind of liberated. I'm kind of ready to go re-energized and focused and let's do this. I hope you've had that same opportunity. I did want to give you a heads up. One of the things that I reflected on during my my little vacation or my long vacation, I guess, was the frequency of the podcast. While I love doing a weekly podcast as a team of one it is very overwhelming to do all aspects of it going from recording and talking to my guests which I love to editing and doing the social media and getting everything up so I hope that you will give me a little bit of grace because I'm going to step back from the weekly podcast and go to every other week. I feel that that's going to be better for me mentally and physically, but also my hope is that I can bring you some very high impact guests that will carry you through for for those weeks that I am not putting out a podcast. And so I appreciate your understanding. I was talking to my sister-in-law on a walk over the summer, and we were talking about the vision at EDU Me and how on earth did it get started. And evidently, I told her a story, or I told her the story, of how this has come about that she had never heard. And we'd known each other for, gosh, almost... 25, 26 years. I guess it's time to share it with you guys. Most of you know that my parents are from India and I am a first generation born and raised in America, young, well, not so young anymore, but lady. And I was born in, of all places, Auburn, Alabama, which is, you know, the Mecca of where Indians go right? And so um, my dad was doing his PhD there. We moved to Mississippi, another Mecca, and my brother was born there. And my dad got a job in rural Georgia, working as a, a researcher at the University of Georgia. It wasn't the main campus, it was a satellite campus. But anyway, so that's where we were raised. And this was in the 1970s where 
most people who looked at us weren't really sure where we were from because if you think back to that time in our history in America, integration was happening in the South. People were being bussed all over the place to make sure there was equity and, and diversity. And then in flops this Indian family from India, but most people thought we were Native Americans. Often my parents would say, well, you know what? Instead of trying to explain where India is, we'll just say that we're Cherokee. Which, you know, it's a little alarming if you are not. But it was just that time in our history where we didn't have a global perspective. So that's the kind of environment I was raised in. We were always the other. Even though I knew how to speak English. Hindi is my first language, so I was constantly translating in my brain from English to Hindi, Hindi to English. And even now there are times all these years later where I struggle with the right English word because I can hear it in Hindi and then I have to translate it. I love being bilingual. I think it's fabulous. But when you are in school, it can be, and I'm stressing the word can, it can be challenging. So for me, social situations were difficult because I, I was on a time delay through the translation process in my brain. But academically, I was doing okay. I can figure it out because I didn't have any time pressure. I could just focus. So I was asked in second grade to, to take the gifted test because I was a pretty strong student and I knew, I knew information. I loved learning. So I felt like it was going to be a good thing for me. And my parents really were excited that I would get pushed. What none of us realized though, was that the cultural nuances and the colloquialisms and the cultural situations were so different that those questions really didn't register in my mind of a normal day of my life. And of course, you know, cultural biases in testing was just coming about during this time. No one really shared with my parents after the test came back and I did not make the gifted test that they had, they had rights. And so what happened next was that I just became a very poor student. No, I wouldn't say very poor. I became a mediocre student. I didn't want to learn that love had been lost. And this went on for about 15 years. And my parents really struggled with how to make it better for me because they really didn't know and no one really guided them. So here I was, and I won't say I fell through the cracks because obviously I'm, I'm doing okay, but I was lost. 
instinctly, intuitively, cosmically, karma, whatever you want to say, pushed me into education, even though that's what set me back academically for so long. So I became a teacher. I love seeing that spark of enthusiasm in a student when they learn something new and it's that aha moment. You're like, wow, yes, we did it, we did it. Whatever we were, whatever methodology we were using was working or is working. So intuitively I was doing this and I got my degree in psychology and then in education taught. And then I stayed home with my children for gosh, the next 18 years, trying to figure out what my, my goal in life was going to be. But what I didn't know was I was doing, I was fulfilling my goal by helping my children become the best students they could in a supportive environment, but also to help the teachers and administrators receive feedback and have dialogue with them so that we could make the education process as a whole stronger. And it did it by developing relationships and friendships. And I will never forget in kindergarten of my oldest, she walked into kindergarten, kindergarten reading and I very sheepishly told the kindergarten teacher that, you know, she could read. I'm certain that she rolled her eyes and she actually told me later she did. But she called me two weeks later and said, you weren't kidding. That honesty and that um, willingness to be vulnerable allowed me to develop a very strong relationship with her. And we're talking 21 years later, we're still friends. So there's a lot of merit in building those parent school relationships, not only for your child, but also for the school. So actually, that's how EDUME started. It started because that's what I had done for so many years and unknowingly I was cre I had created this comfort zone and these relationships whereby we were working for the good of every single student. And I know that every parent doesn't have that kind of time. I totally understand that. But it doesn't mean that we can't build those relationships, even if it's on a very simple level by email or text or a quick phone call or whatever it is. So that's what EDUME has been doing for, gosh, almost two years. I can't even believe it. We're heading into our third year in October. But I felt like as we started back to school with our children that I would share with you a little bit of the journey of EDUME and my own personal journey of why I am so passionate about this topic because 
I don't want any other child to go through what I did. And the only way to do that is to educate our parents. And I want to be very clear, I am not at all blaming my parents. My parents are immigrants and they were learning on the fly. The difficulty that I have is that we did not have a symbiotic relationship with the school. And it is because my parents did not know they could because they come from a culture that does not question hierarchy. So that has been the mission of EDU Me. I hope that my guests so far have been able to convey that passion and that desire and hopefully motivate you. And I know that my guests coming up will do the same. As we close out this episode, I want to ask you a question. I want you to think about why you do what you do. What events in your life have led you to this moment? Is it something like for me, this gifted test that completely shattered my love of learning for a few years? That catapulted me back into that same arena so that others don't have the same plight? Or is it something you just fell into and found that you love? So I'd like for you to reflect on that and, and think about what has led you to the path that you're on and whether you're happy on this path or do you want a different path? Because today is the day to make the change. There's no better day than today. So go out there and make it yours. Be passionate, be em empathetic, be loving, and most of all, do it because you want to. Remember that we are always working together to educate all of our children better. And I will see you now in two weeks. Remember, we're going back to the every other week platform. And I appreciate your patience as we transition. And I would love to hear from you. You can always send me an email at, ed, at theedume at gmail.com or you can visit my website at www.edu-me.net or even join our Facebook page, The Edu Me. Until next time, stay safe, my friends. Take care. Bye.